0: classic music reviews presented by iv creative now here's your hosts b cox and the crew greetings and welcome ladies and gentlemen to another edition of the vault podcast classic music reviews presented by iv creative it's a perspective of the classics from a fresh point of view we appreciate you for taking your time and lending your ears to our perspective you could be anywhere listening to anything but you're right here with us so we thank you With you is yours truly, B. Cox, and of course, y'all, were still on quarantine, still locked down due to COVID-19, and my crew is not here with me today. Shout out to the crew, Cousin Damo, J.O., and also D.T. Dave. Hopefully, we'll link back up one day, but in their place, I have a very special guest. You may have heard his guest lounge segment earlier today. He is an enthusiast for this next album and for the culture of reggae music. He is the owner of Howland Sound System and also the host of the Regular Lover podcast. We have none other than Selector, podcast host, and brand ambassador Khalil Wanda. Khalil, brethren, what go on?
2: Yo, greetings. Big up to the vault. All the listeners out there, one love.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So glad to have you there in the vault. And of course, we like to shout out our listeners worldwide everyone who's been listening to the vault we've been seeing the numbers go up as the time has passed so we'd like to give a shout out to everyone just an idea of who is out there listening big up to everybody of course in the usa all over the usa california oregon georgia new york maryland dc definitely our listeners out there got some in nebraska illinois has checked in florida texas And big up to the listeners in the UK, Canada, Australia, Sweden, also Iraq and Iran both checking in as well. South Africa, the Netherlands, Norway, Japan, Brazil, Poland. Thank you all for checking in and listening to The Vault. We do it all here for you. And we have a good one here today as we check in with our very first reggae album of 2020 here on The Vault, Classic Music Reviews. It's an album that we both feel very strongly about. And, of course, we are talking about none other than King Shango, the prophet the fireman capleton and his 2000 album his sixth studio album more fire released on vp records released on may 16 2000 that means khalil we have had 20 years since more fire came out since the prophet dropped this album and dropped it here on the world and can you believe it's been that long capleton of course has been doing this thing for a long time but this album has been out for 20 years now it's been 20 years since this has dropped
2: yeah yeah I didn't realize it's been that long man 20 years definitely a long time and um but I think we have a classic here
0: yeah indeed so Reticulous particulars about more fire by Capleton released May 16 2000 runtime of 65 minutes and 17 seconds on the iconic VP records the producers you know them well Joel Chen executive producer Herbie Miller Capleton himself and of course Paul Shields 20 tracks on here by Capleton runtime of just over an hour and a lot of things to dig into here. And now to sort of get into Capleton for the the more casual fans on the Vault podcast who don't know too much about Capleton. Capleton has been dj DJing, as they say in the in reggae music, has been DJing for well into thirty years, so more than thirty years now, and has been a staple in the dance hall and reggae community and for those who followed music in the 90s you would know that capleton had a deal for a very short period of time with def jam records which was big um there weren't many reggae artists that had deals on american music labels back then uh very few of them got exposure into the american public on american record labels but he had a deal with def jam record and for those of you who have been following him two records that came out actually on Def Jam. Those two were Prophecy, which came out in 1995, which we'll be reviewing here on The Vault, and I Testament in 1997. Uh, for those who know, the one single that you may know from Capleton was Wings in the Morning on Prophecy, which he had a regular hit, and then also, Khalil, as you know, a remix with Method Man, which many people heard as well. Uh, yeah, but, but this is now Capleton's sixth studio album, More Fire, and... Just want to get into this, Khalil, about this album. And Capleton, we all know him well. And we listen, I listen to the Regular podcast. And of course, those who haven't heard the Regular podcast, please go check it out on all platforms, on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where you can get podcasts, you can find it. Listening to your rankings of Sing Jays, you listed Capleton as one of your favorite Sing Jays in your top five. So uh, just to get an idea of uh, what makes you a fan of Capleton and of course, what you where you were when this album first came out and when you listened to it for the first time, what your reaction, initial reaction was. All
2: right, so I think the number one reason that I, I, I love Capleton as an artist is his live performance. So if you, but Capleton is a, a very well-trained orator or public speaker, as you will. You know, he uses you know I study like in when I study business and, and sales and things like that and so when you look at the way that he presents himself on the stage and his body language mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. he's using like a lot of psychological tactics while he's performing to get you into a trance so I've seen him perform in front of thousands of people and have everyone in the whole place jumping up and down, jumping up and down, you know what I mean? And like, he's got like the crowd control element, um, crazy. Um, You know, he'll make speeches in between each song to like bring forth the meaning and make it connect with the crowd even, you know, at a higher degree. So he's been doing this since the eighties in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And initially he was uh, what we call a ball head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so his music was um, I guess you would say it was kind of like secular Yes yeah. you know mainstream party music and um, gangster music and then he transitioned to Resta. and so he grew the locks and his music kind of changed at that point but his vibes from head days never left and so the hardcore element you know his love for the women all that is still represented in his music and so I love the fact that he's just like an all around, you know, you can listen to him and you get everything. Yeah. You're not really missing anything. <laughs>
0: yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And one thing I went to a Capleton performance here, it was in Howard County here in Maryland, they had a reggae festival that would happen on the Howard County fairgrounds and it was this big open space and they had a lot of different acts there. I think there uh, was, I think like junior Reed, I think uh, Wayne Marshall was there. I think also there was another another reggae 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 band that was there, a local reggae band. But the headliner was Capleton, and okay. the one thing is inside of this tent, right? So if you could see like this massive tent and masses of people in there, and as soon as Capleton came up there with his band and the energy he put forth on the stage you would have thought the tent was going to come crashing down because the way he matched up the crowd and mashed up the stage so i know the energy that he brings forth like i said there's that there's the the words and the lyrics but then also there's also a spiritual element that sort of gets into it like the vibe that comes off of capleton that it's energy and you can sort of people feed off of that energy that you see that he brings into the crowd so he's definitely a showman and even as he's transitioned as you said from from baldhead Head to Rastaman and from from Slackness to more spiritual music, you still get that same vibe from him no matter what, even though rhythms have changed and the lyrics may have changed from here to there, but you still get that same vibe from Capleton. I remember when I first heard this album, I, I was 18 when this album came out and I was just getting ready to uh, transition to college. and. Okay. I remember Capleton and listening to uh, a lot of prophecy and then some of our Testament when I was at that age and I was really starting to get into dance hall music. But it was the first time as eighteen I'm able to get into a club. So what I remember is going to this club in uh <laughs> in DC called the Ritz. Man, a shout out to the Ritz. The Ritz been shut down. There's a bunch of other clubs in DC shut down. But there was an infamous reggae room in the Ritz, and uh that reggae room would be everything. It was about the closest thing you could get to literally being. In, a bashment in an actual club, like a club setting. But mm-hmm. I remember when the first time I went into there, one of the first songs that I heard was Good In Our Clothes. And I just remember the room just sort of going up when they heard that, because everyone just sort of went. And I remember just the vibe just being crazy off of that. And of course you heard different things, things like Who like Them and Sue Them, and hearing like, you know, being able to hear things, Huncho, say like all these different tracks. And I was like, I gotta listen to this album. And so I did. And I think I was a little too young to sort of get what everything was being said in there, but as I started to listen over the years, and has this become one of my favorites, what I really started to notice, and you mentioned the speeches that he has in between, like his sets, and you hear that in the intro here where he talks about fire, and mm-hmm this significance of fire as it comes to as a folk that more people would think when they hear fire and reggae people are just thinking about burning things out but what capleton brings it to the spiritual aspect about how fire is for purification and for the spiritual cleansing of different things and he drew that many different references about uh, whether the fire comes to burn the spliff and the spliff you know burns the weed which gives you you know it's, it's supposed to be for purification and heats up water, water supposed to cleanse as well, but cannot cleanse until the fire warms the water to cleanse things. I've been a fan of Capleton since then. And when I went through this album and even listened to it this week, I was just reminded of why I love this album so much. And why I love Cableton so much because you listen and you hear the lyrics. And then also his voice, uh, Capleton, as you mentioned, he has one of the most unique voices in all of reggae. And of uh, this contemporary reggae, he has a voice that definitely resonates among crowds. And for those who hear him before live or hear him on record, man, you definitely know what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, definitely, that voice, man. I mean, it's a vibesy voice, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know like a better way to, <laughs> yeah. to describe it. You know, like you were saying about the energy, like it's all embodied in the voice indeed yeah it is and just to be able to hear you can hear the passion
0: and also the pain in some of it as well and you can definitely when you hear a lot of these sing jays and the one that you mentioned on your episode and for those who go to check it out it's um on the regular level podcast the top five sing Js that agard and khalil mentioned their favorite sing Js in the dance hall and you can hear that and any one of them especially him sing Js like Buju. Like Sizzler, like Capleton, you can hear that in their voice. You can hear everything from the joy to the adulation to the pain to the struggle. You can definitely hear that in Capleton, every every lyric that he sings, and, and you hear a lot of that here on this album. So we'll get a, li- a little bit into the highlights, some of the highlights, your highlight tracks here, things that you like, what you may not have liked so much, and uh, your reaction on some of your favorite tracks here. So Khalil, I'll get some of your favorites of what you liked here on Morfire. Fire.
2: Um, okay, so this album, you know, what's kind of unique about... Reggae music. Or it was more so uh, back back in those days. Is that you know Jamaica at one point produced the most music in the world per capita. Mm. So based on the size of the country and the amount of music that came out, you know, it, no other country topped it. So a lot of these songs came out as singles at different points in time. So the album dropped in two thousand, mm-hmm. but some of these were already on the road, as we say, yeah. you know, before. So when the album comes out, you know, it's not like the it's not going to be the first time that you're hearing a lot of the stuff on it, mm-hmm. but it's the first time that you're hearing what got selected for the album mm-hmm. and the order in which it's put together um and then sometimes you know things like the interludes obviously and then there's other cuts usually that go on the album as well that you haven't heard before. So because at this time I had this I purchased this LP, you know, cuz I was playing it out very very regularly Um, And I had a lot of songs on 45, which was singles, you know, the the seven inch records um, that Mm -hmm. you you juggle with. So I have, you know, majority of this music. So I would say in terms of favorites, you know, playing out the ones that used to get a lot of forwards, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Would be Who Them and then Jaja City. I think those would be like the top two. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? In terms of all around crowd favorites. I think my personal favorite on here is Critics. Mm. And probably yeah, and I and I love that um Stan Tall tune. Yes, yeah, sir. That's one of my well. favorites too. Like I, I and that's on the, the the mean girl rhythm, aka Sweep Over My Soul rhythm from yes, Exterminator. Sir. Yes, sir. And um, you know, when whenever that plays in the dance, it's just like mm-hmm. It's like a different, you know what I mean? A different vibe, yeah. Yeah, like the the reverence just changes and it's like you pay attention and, you know, it's just like, you you know, it's one of those joints that can give you like the goose pimples and stuff. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I know the feeling. I hear you. The one thing that I love about this album is the balance. And this is something that Capleton has probably faced a little bit of a criticism Especially as you transition uh, into Rastafarianism, is the balance here that you have between a lot of roots and roots rock reggae, and also into dancehall, like pure dancehall tracks. And it's a even balance between this between the two on this album. And you could see some of the rhythms, of course, that you mentioned. Houdem, of course, that the belly ass rhythm that you know is one of the big forward every time it's in the party. When you hear this, that, that, when you hear Houdem come on with that belly ass rhythm. Uh, street sweep, sweeper rhythm, uh, yeah. dirty money rhythm, slang tang rhythm, which is probably, I think, one of the top, <laughs> I think, four or five rhythms out there that you have heard artists definitely uh, do things on. That slang tang rhythm, which is a classic, hot fire rhythm, ice pick rhythm, you know, a little bit rhythm. I mean, all so many different rhythms that he used here on this, and he was able to skillfully be able to jump from rhythm to rhythm to put his own unique twist on there really giving it his own original twist on every single one of them. But my favorites on here, of course, I love all the dance hall tracks on here. Who Dem, You, Good In Our Clothes, of course, but I love some of the more down-tempo, some of the more roots-based reggae that you hear. I love Danger Zone. That's the first track that you hear on there. Um, and you can really hear the 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 emphasis he sort of puts in as far as the message that he has in Danger Zone. I love Jaja City, of course and uh shout out to morgan heritage as well um for that and um and i love love is coming at you that's with uh with red rose and anthony malvo the last three tracks on here really are, are three of my favorites it's really something that you could get to hold the vibes you know whether you're listening to it in the car or chilling at home love is coming at you witness and glorify uh, really, I just sort of love everything on here. But those are really my favorites. Um, but the dance hall tracks on here sort of fit. And like I said, with Capleton, you get a little bit of uh, of everything here. You get the lyrics, you get the message, you really get, uh, to, and uh, to me, I think is you know, when it comes to his lyrics, he's as as gifted as they come as a DJ, as a sing J really, as being able to, you know, him being able to, his lyrics, I mean, You put him in the top. To me, I put him in the top as far as when it comes to the lyrics because it's a it's a difficult thing to do as a DJ and also as a sing J to really put and craft a message out there and to put it into the forms of a song and to him being as you mentioned on your podcast, you know, the differences you would have you would have DJs and then also singers, but when you combine the two of them and then you could still be lyrically raw. You know, still lyrically excellent is um something that he pulls off very well. But uh I love the rhythms on here. There's some of the most classic ones that you've heard out there. And uh those are my favorites there. I don't really have any lowlights on here. I don't know if you have any lowlights or any tracks that you when you you know, you 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 press the forward or you know, skip that track. Do you have any skips
2: on here? Um, you know what? The the two that you just mentioned, I wouldn't say that they're skips. Mm-hmm. Um Witness and Glorify. It's like, I, I forgot about him, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until I re-listened to the album, um, you know, in preparation for this show. Mm-hmm. And then Love Is Coming At You. I remember, you know, that was one of my favorites, that that rhythm that mm-hmm. it's on. I think it's the same rhythm as um, The More Them Try.
0: Yeah. But mm-hmm. so that's the
2: only rhythm that's on here twice. Yeah. And that I think that's the, free, the rhythm that Sizzla has the song Freedom Cry yes. on. Uh-huh. And, right. um, it's a beautiful rhythm, yo, so you know what I mean no no, no real low lights, man. I would say, um I listened to your uh, vault episode when you reviewed Elmatic just the other day, and you know you talk about nas Elmatic with the the producers that are on there, yeah. Um, that's something that I thought of when I listened to this album, right? Because like the sling thing rhythm is originally a jammies rhythm, but this is like a bulby fat eyes version of it. Mm -hmm. Um, you have the M 16 rhythm with critics, um, you know, splendid rendition of that rhythm. Mm -hmm. Um, you mentioned the Jaja city, which is that Morgan heritage rhythm, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And who who them belly ass rhythm from Ward 21. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? The cuss, cuss rhythm on danger zone. It's got like these classic rhythms, mm-hmm. um, all you know remade, remade by the top producers of the day um, at that time. So um, you know, definitely a good collaboration um, and a good body of work here. Twenty tracks, yeah, <laughs> you know twenty twenty
0: tracks, and all really great rhythms on here. That belly-ass rhythm, man. I tell you, the, part, the dance still goes up whenever that that rhythm comes on. And, <laughs> I mean, you talk about the the amount of classic tracks that have been made with that rhythm and the DJs that have done things on there, not just Capleton, but Cobra, Gaudi Ranks, uh, Lady Saw, Lexus, Elephant Man, Mr. Vegas, Red Rat, Spraga Benz. Wayne Marshall, you know, it's it's when that rhythm still comes up in the dance nowadays, the party still goes up, man. And that to me, I mean, I don't know, there's definitely a lot of, of notable, noticeable tracks. But if you're in the dance, if you're in a mixture of hardcore dance hall fans and also casual dance hall fans, from that of that rhythm, that's probably the song that I think everybody knows. Yeah, who them is, <laughs> if, you gotta, if you
2: can only play one, yeah. that's the one you play.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. To me. I think this is interesting as far as when it talks about to how this fits into the rest of his catalog, and we'll get your feedback on this in a minute. Uh, this blend as he had between dance hall and sort of roots rock rock reggae, as he moved on in his catalog, Capleton sort of moved away from the dance hall and went strictly into roots and culture and roots rock music. So you hear a lot more of the singing as from him. He's still a sing-jay, but you hear a lot more of the roots-based music as opposed to you know what you heard here on More Fire. You also heard a lot of this... A lot of to a certain extent you heard this a lot of that on prophecy and also on um Eternal Fire and then also on excuse me I Testament. But as you moved on and as you got into past still blazing, past, praises to the King, Reign of Fire, once you got past that in the mid two thousands, he sort of got more into the roots roots rock and roots and culture reggae. He toned down more of the dance hall things because his message had changed and I read a article on Cableton in two thousand and sixteen, one of these websites where He basically said he was basically going back to the roots of reggae and to his message. um, You know, he talked about as far as like being able to uh, purify his music and talk about some of the consumption of reggae music, likened it to a diet with vegan, you know, as far as a vegan Mm -hmm. diet, where you stay away from things that are, you know, that are unpure and things that may be processed. And if you're consuming things that are all made from the earth and things that are natural, that that reflects basically in your health. So we likened. What he did with his music basically to him basically taking his music and going the vegan route as you would per se till earlier than what he did just with more fire so just your thoughts on that as he transitioned past more fire later on in his career to being more roots based and roots reggae based.
2: yeah no i mean i love it you know i'm all i'm literally all for that cableton has always been that artist to reason even when he's not putting out a record you know if you saw him on a, a video or you know, any sound bites or anything like that. He's sitting down, he's reasoning. It's the same thing that reflects in his music. Like it, when Obama was going for the campaign and he came out with the Obama song.
0: Yeah. It's like, yo, come on, <laughs> man. Like
2: he had he had a song um in the two thousands about uh, Monica Lewinsky, like mm. you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the big the big animosity, the one charged it. Bill Clinton for perjury. <laughs> <burgery. laughs> it's like, yo, he's like yes. very much carrying news you know what i'm saying like a, a report like reporting on mm-hmm. current events and that's the that's the essence of roots reggae yeah um and then tying in the spiritual element you know telling you what to avoid in terms of foods and you know what i mean you know, like your lifestyle and you know what i'm saying just every aspect of your liberty you know what i'm saying he's talking history he's talking um all, all that which is good you know in, in terms of um yeah, You know, in my opinion So I think that's good That's what's definitely needed To counteract some of the piggish mentality mm-hmm. That's represented in a lot of the music that, that the youths are listening to now Yes,
0: yes, exactly And you get a lot of that here on More Fire You hear a lot of the spirituality here And beyond just some of the criticism That has been levied in this particular album And some of the other albums as well Where, you know, we know that Who damn, as big as a record as it is And as it plays in and in, in, the, in the dance it's some you know a record that has gotten a lot of backflash to people to some of the messages that are on there you hear a lot of the same things uh you know same thing that people hear with the message that was in pure sodom as well mm-hmm. one of the other tracks so but uh, to me i think that that's really what you get into when you get it to a sing jay like capleton is that spiritual message is really i think what adds to his value proposition and what you like to hear from someone like him, and it, like I said, it's part of the experience, not just on record, but when he actually performs on stage, you get that energy from him. Just to sort of to loop the bases around, for those who are listening and those who are hip-hop fans, uh, Cableton as well has earned his respect, not just in the reggae world, but also in the hip-hop world as well. He's done tracks with Method Man, done tracks with Q-Tip. There's a few things that I read back in the day when uh, he used to come and at least travel up to foreign, up to the United States, that he would link up with a lot of different MCs and hip hop artists that, w- that gave him respect because they knew his, uh, what he had done in reggae music. In that sense, he sort of you know, sort of fits in the same model of someone like Bounty Killer and Buju Bantan and Shabba Ranks who got a lot of respect from recognition from the hip hop artists. And as we know, the marriage between hip hop and reggae is inseparable because had you not had some of the advancements of reggae from... Uh, a DJ and a selector who came up, who started the culture in cool Herc in in, in the nineteen seventies, and uh, the basis just in hip hop from from DJing. As you saw, that was the very first thing that started the hip hop culture. You could see the marriage between the two of them, but he definitely gets a lot of respect from the hip hop artist um, from his collaborations with the Def, as a Def Jam artist, and then and then uh, later on continuing as a vet in the game. We're gonna get into the test whether this stands the test of time. And Khalil, I'll get your your verdict on this now we have levels that we rate classics on here and we have a few at least three levels that we look at so we always rate things on is it a certified classic a borderline classic or a classic just in its time or you can choose to say that it's not a classic at all so i'll ask you and your response culturally the response that this has had the success that this has had and also now it being 20 years we take the time to review to see whether it's a classic in your eyes, is this a certified classic, a borderline classic, or just a classic in its time?
2: I'm going to say that it is a certified classic, and this is because, you know, as far as reggae albums go, again, there, you know, reggae is not really hasn't hasn't been especially dancehall hasn't been really focused on albums. Mm. Like there are a lot of a lot of artists. You know, we're talking about the bounties, the beanies, the capletons from the nineties, like you know, that they're in a, a league of their own. Mm-hmm. But there's literally hundreds or thousands of other artists out there who've contributed throughout the years. Yeah. And a lot of them, you know, you'd be hard pressed to find a solid album from <laughs> them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Real talk. So you know what I mean? And the albums that you have mentioned, the I Testament and the prophecy from Capleton. I would put them them also as certified classics. Indeed. Um, in addition to this one, and then he has one from the Ballhead days um, called uh, I think it's Good Good Love.
0: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he has
2: like a flat top and like a bunch of gold on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> on the on the album cover. On the album cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely, this is a certified yeah, yeah, classic, man. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It is, and the reason being is because we can go. And this could be the year 2030 and we can play some of these tunes from this album and it'll probably the dance could probably still go up when some people would listen to it. People probably of our age group, but, you know, you can definitely see that these tracks can transcend throughout time. And not just even the dancehall tracks, but the ones that are more roots rock and more roots and culture based are things that no matter what, it could be 20, 30 years from now, it would still hold the vibes no matter where you are whether you're in the car and or the, you're cleaning up at home, whether you're in the dance, it doesn't matter. You could still definitely get a vibe from these right here. And it just speaks to the quality of this album. Quality yeah. really, to me is the biggest thing when it comes to a classic and whether or not it stands the test of time. And as you said, there's a lot of dan- artists out there, reggae artists, artists in hip hop, R and B, you'd be hard pressed to find some of them that have one quality <laughs> album. But this, this uh, capable definitely is a St. J and a DJ that has put out a few classic albums and this one is on its 20th anniversary and it still still goes very very hard even now when you listen to it now in 2020 20 years ago that it is dropped and Cableton continues to do his thing. He's still yeah, out man. there, he's still doing new music, he's still uh performing and like I said if you haven't seen Cableton, he's actually was supposed to be here in September at the Howard Theater here in DC. And um I was looking forward to being able to go. I don't know with this whole COVID thing whether I'm still whether that's still going to be happening. But um, I was looking forward to being able to see him to come because the last time I saw you, man, I told you the tent was about to come down. Like that's how hard he rocked the stage, man. He mashed the place <laughs> up. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, but there we go, man. We say, I say, Khalil Wonder says, certified classic from Capleton, more fire, released yeah, right. in two thousand.
2: Yeah, no, as I was gonna say. Matter of fact, um, you know, people sometimes will ask me, you know, that are getting into reggae and dancehall, like you know, that wanted DJ too, um, you know, like in terms of how to build your your collection, this mm. would be one of the albums to get. Mm. One of the first things you do, <laughs> if you could get this album, get it, and put it in your collection, because as you said, regardless of what type of quote unquote reggae crowd it is, mm-hmm. there's something on here that you can play. There's mo- there's a lot on here that you could play. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes, and, uh, and the dance will go up every time that you play with some of these songs, like no matter what, even now, People of my age and of a certain age will listen to this, and the dance will go up. Big forwards coming, and you could definitely hear. Like, you know, the reactions and see the reactions of people when they hear tracks and things like this. Now, I will close this out. Now, uh, I was talking to someone in that same Facebook post we mentioned in the guest lounge where um, somebody was mentioning, well, I would love to see Boozhoo do a versus. And someone said, well, who do you think that they could that could actually match Boozhoo? I'm like, well, it's hard to get anyone to be able to match the excellence that Boozhoo has put out for over 30 years. But if I had to pick someone, there would even have to be a couple of people to me. If they were to do a versus, really to sort of, you know, to go tune for tune, based on the type of artist that they were, one to me would have to be Sizzla, who was one of your favorite Sinjays, as you mentioned. The other yeah. one, I think that would be a good matchup for Buju would be Capleton as well
2: yeah agree i agree 100 percent. yeah <laughs> that's, that's great yeah so that's more
0: fire by cableton released may 16 2020 years old please make sure you go out and listen to it if you listen to it on apple music it is cableton's essential album but listen to it wherever you can get music and if you're a lover of reggae music even if you're not a lover of reggae music make sure that you go check it out you'll hear a lot of familiar tunes here Go check it out, listen to it, and keep it in rotation. Again, I want to thank Khalil Wonder from Highlander Sound System and the Reggae Lover podcast. Again, Khalil, give the people the particulars of where they can hear Reggae Lover and also find you on the web and also on social media.
2: Yes, thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate, very grateful for having the opportunity to come on here and chop it up with you um, around this classic album. The um, Reggae Lover podcast is on now on Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, on uh, google podcasts apple podcasts youtube any any soundcloud any place where podcasts are featured tune in app radio.com um search it on google and you can play it directly from our website as well which is dot and follow us same thing social media at reggae lover podcast everywhere yeah man once again thank you so much yo this is this has been real cool you know, look forward to hearing the show.
0: Definitely, man. Thank you. Big ups and blessings to you, and blessings to a God as well for the regular level podcast. Love what you guys are doing for the culture, and that is going to wrap up yet another edition of the Vault Podcast. Please make sure you check us out on our host on Podbean. That's vaultcmrpodbean.com dot You can also download, stream, subscribe to the Vault CMR on any one of our social media sites. You can get to our link tree. It'll get to all of our streaming sites where we're available on the web, and also all of our social media sites you can get that on any one of our social media by the way that is at vault classic on twitter at vault cmr podcast on instagram and the vault classic music reviews on youtube and also on facebook Make sure you give us a follow, give us a listen, subscribe, shout us out on social media. We love to interact with our fans. We do it all for you. Mm -hmm. Always want you to remember to keep your headphones on and your music loud, but not too loud. And as we close, we like to remind everyone to dream big because dreams are the basis for creation. Always create, motivate, and elevate because you were never destined or created to stay stationary in this life. And on that note, we say peace. Peace. Thank you for listening and coming into The Vault. Please subscribe and follow us on Facebook at IV Creative and Instagram at I-V-E-C-R-E-8.